All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The most I put it on my spirit to speak on hypocrites. One who assumes a false appearance. One who fiends to be what he is not or to feel or believe what he does not actually feel or believe. Especially a false pretender to virtue or piety. The topic of hypocrites needs to be spoken on because it's time that we shine a light on all of these defenders of this so-called pandemic. Because we've reached a point of no return. I mean, we, we've already known this for a while now, for, for months now, almost a year. I mean, we're, we're 18, 19 months deep into this hoax into this false flag and the level of hypocrisy continues to increase in a dramatic fashion with what appears to be no end in sight to the hypocrisy which is alarming and as you know the days the weeks the months continue on expect the level to reach a boiling point because this is exactly the perfect recipe for the Nephilim, for the elites, for these bloodlines to create upon the masses, to have us all at each other's throats divided, arguing, debating, wasting time, being distracted. You see, once things are at a point where you know, the next false flag here in America and the continued false flags over in the rest of the world. I mean, think about what they just told you with was it was it New Zealand that so-called got it just got attacked. What did what did we tell you was going to happen? As all of these continue to ramp up. The delusional psychosis of these hypocrites will only increase. I'm telling you, man, we are in the twilight zone. There is some deep spiritual soul ties with these hypocrites, with the masses. And I'm not saying everyone. It's, it's just the vast majority of people who've bought into this pandemic. No way, no matter how you slice and dice it, whether you so-called believe in your human rights and they're so-called being infringed on and you you think that you know the government just needs to be replaced with other people with other talking heads or whether you 100% trust your government and trust every single thing that these so-called scientists in lab coats on television 
feed to you. No matter what side you are on, if you've partaken in this pandemic in any which way, you are a hypocrite. You really are. Whether it was the mask wearing, whether you were a virtue signaler and you could not wait to call out the next person in your local Trader Joe's or Aldi's or Kowalski's or Cub Foods or Target or Walmart or your Costco or your Sam's Club. You know, the list goes on. Many of you just couldn't wait, right? Or whether you were a person who just wore the mask because that's what you were told to do and you didn't want to make it awkward. You're a hypocrite. And we're going to do a deep dive into why these people are hypocrites. Because let's let's face it, brothers and sisters, this whole entire thing is predicated under the false pretense of your health and safety. When the vast majority of you, you can't hide because you're as big as a house either way. Half of you are so large that you can't hide. So there's no hiding under the bed or in the closet in this situation because we see you. We see you hypocrites claiming that you are so concerned about your health and safety and well-being and the health and safety and well-being of other people, but you've never once prioritized your own health and safety. You never once cared about the health and safety of anyone else up until the point where it started affecting you. And to me, that is the definition of a hypocrite and a selfish individual. So many people are being exposed as being just incredibly selfish. And of course... I understand that Babylon takes its toll on the average person and the average person becomes indoctrinated in the education system, the financial, the government, the healthcare, you know, the religion that warps their mind, right? Along with idolatry that really controls and essentially takes the soul of a person. I get all of that. But there comes a point in time when you are an adult and you have access to so much information at your fingertips access that your parents didn't have your grandparents didn't have all of the previous generations didn't have and you are out here being a hypocrite you are out here screaming about your health and safety but never cared about it prior to 2020 never cared about it once never cared about all of the health issues and the real pandemics that are affecting the whole entire world, right? Because remember, most people just don't care. And we, we've spoken about this before. That, that's, that's just what I'm starting to understand. This is something that I've seen with my own two eyes. Something that I've experienced with family and friends, with colleagues over the years, all throughout my whole life. When you could just mention something to somebody as far as you know, evil or tyranny or wickedness, and they could just look at you and shrug their shoulders. And I speak of it from a perspective of Americans. You know, one of the most ethnocentric and closed-minded countries, if not the most, in the entire world. And that's by design. You best believe that they have hardwired Americans to think a certain way, to feel superior to other people. Oh, you know, we're letting you into our country, our melting pot. 
you know we're 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 letting you in even though these are not our lands we're letting you into our lands you get it and you need to speak our language don't don't speak yours don't don't go about your own customs don't 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 keep that history of your family no 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 you you need to be subservient so speaking from the perspective of an american i can definitely see the level of hypocrisy and those who never once spoke up seemingly now have a voice and seemingly care right jumping on social media and virtue signaling right posting their i got vaccinated stickers and posting their vaccination cards for the world to see getting up on their soapbox finally they have their moment finally attention is coming their way right all under the false pretense of health and safety of the world you know the age-old saying when you when you tell a lie or repeat a lie enough times it eventually becomes truth right well, that's where we're at right now. And these hypocrites truly do believe that they're heroes. Many of them do. They really do believe that they're saving a life. Many of them are so warped in their mind that they can't even have normal conversations anymore without wishing death on you. If it's all or nothing with these people now, and that's why I've told you time after time after time that this whole thing is a it's a cult you're, you're being initiated into a cult the first thing that they needed to do was simply give you a face typer give you a muzzle tell you that this this stops droplets right it doesn't protect you but it protects the next person getting it in your head that you're out there saving lives and doing the the moral thing when, when you've kept quiet about health-related issues for your whole entire life. About the effects of alcoholism. About the global homelessness epidemic. About the obesity, especially here in America. About the big pharma cartel. About the opioid crisis. About the sex trafficking of adults and children about the organ harvesting all of you have kept very quiet aren't those all health related issues but yet i haven't heard a peep from any of you prior to 2020 and i sure haven't heard a peep of you from any of you during this whole entire hoax just just staying quiet huh so you 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 can seemingly shove all of these other issues under the rug which are real real issues where what you can actually point to and see with your own two eyes you're going to shove those under the rug for a hoax all because the hoax affects you directly and that's my biggest issue with this one of my biggest issues with this is the absolute hypocrisy of people it's disgusting it's 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 actually pathetic and it's going to get to a point, man, where the divide is going to be real. I mean, right now, if you haven't noticed, everybody going at each other, 
If you haven't noticed where this is going, where have you been? I mean, we spoke about it in, in, in previous episodes, just in our le- latest episode of Peer Pressure. We spoke about how all these families are being broken up, family and friends and colleagues. And we've been spoken about that. So what's going to happen when they put you into a lockdown and they blame all the unvaccinated? You best believe that these hypocrites are going to come after us. They're already wishing death on us. If you don't believe me, just go on your local Facebook or Twitter. Go on Instagram. Go on TikTok. Go read the comment sections. These people are literally happy to wish death on us. These people literally are aiming for hospitals to not treat so-called unvaccinated people. To treat you as if your issue isn't isn't serious. As if, you know, your life-threatening issue or potential life-threatening issue isn't serious. That a so-called disease that results in almost a 90, what, 98% survival is more important than all of the actual real-life health issues that we're occurring, that we, we, we face, and that are perpetrated on us by the Nephilim, by the elite bloodlines. See, that's what, that's why I call these people the guard dogs of Babylon, because they are dogs. That's what the elites view you as. They just throw you scraps. They give you ch- kitchen table scraps. And you are salivating over that. They, they, they put you back into a cage. And you're okay with that. They leave you unattended in that cage for hours, if not days. No food, no water, no shelter, no support. They let you out, let you frolic about, and you continue to defend them like a loyal dog does. You're the guard dogs of Babylon, and it's sickening. And we're going to do a deep dive into the topic of hypocrites. We are going to do a deep dive into why the hypocrisy is at such a level that it's at and where it's going. You know, we would be lying. I would be lying if I said I've never been a hypocrite. Of course I have. I'm in my early 30s. I'm still growing every single day. Every single day, I seek to learn. I seek wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I I crave edification. I I crave brain stimulation. Every day, I want to be better physically, mentally, and spiritually. And that's what I strive to do. And that the Most High is the one who directs, guides, and leads me throughout that whole entire process. So I have had bouts in my life of being a hypocrite. Of course I have. Of course I have. I, I make mistakes. I'm a man. I make mistakes. I've never been perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. But the one thing that I can tell you is that I've cared about people. Anyone who's been in my life, family, friends, colleagues who are still in my life, they know. They may not like me. We may not have anything in common anymore. Or they may love me and have respect for me. But they, they would be lying to say that I don't care about people. I've always had a big heart. I've always been empathetic and sympathetic towards people. I've always been willing to listen. I've always made friends with any type of person. 
And in turn, it would always bother me when I'd see people suffering. When I'd see homelessness or obesity or the effects of alcoholism, the effects of opioids and narcotics that were created by our government pushed onto us, the effects of genocide and war, the effects of abortion, all of these things I cared about. While seemingly the vast majority of the people in my life couldn't bat an eyelash, the vast majority of them did not care about any of that. In fact, to them, they would call it, you know, you're being negative. Or let's let's change the subject. Or what do you want me to do about it? Just just classic, just classic behavior. And I always was wondering about that with people. I was always wondering why, why do I feel so different than the vast majority of people? And it's starting to make sense. I cared. Others didn't. Especially in America where, you know, like many people say, the age-old saying, when you're good in Babylon and your, your belly is full, when, when, you're, when you're satisfied, you're not going to look around and care about what it, somebody else is going through. Especially if you grew up in that lifestyle. You see, it's one thing to, to become an adult and, and, work and jump into the rat race and give it your all, give it your mind, your body, and your soul, and then become successful. That's different. But imagine the generations that are just born into it, just giving that life. You think these people are going to care about you? You think these people are going to want to give up their position in any way, shape, or form to you? And this is not to say all people are like that. Obviously, there's caring individuals who've grown up with wealth. So I'm just going to throw that out there for the people who can't read in between the lines. But the hypocrisy of the average person is now being exposed. It's on full display. And it's, it's, it's actually really embarrassing. Like, I pity a lot of people. I really pity you. To be the way that you are. It, it, would, it has to be hard. It, it has to be hard to be this way, people. To, to, to be following every single guideline and rule that they laid out for you during this pandemic. I, I cannot imagine what you're going through. I, I sympathize with you. I honestly do. See, the difference between me and somebody else on the so-called opposing side, which there isn't opposing sides. It's literally the Nephilim and the elite bloodlines versus us. But of course, they're going to allow you to believe that anyone on the so-called opposing side they wouldn't be empathetic or sympathetic towards me i could get i could honestly be partaking in a, a sport and tear a ligament or break my arm or fall off something or get hit by you know a car or something like that and the first thing they're going to ask is is he vaccinated what was he vaccinated did he care about covid I mean, the hospital is going to ask that. Hospital may even turn you away. According to what they're telling you. They're so busy, right? No beds. So these people would be okay with somebody like me suffering, especially if they knew ahead of time the truth that, I give, uh, that I, I've been putting together and sharing the information that I've been sharing through these episodes. If they knew who I was and I was in that situation, they would wish death on me. I would, I would 
definitely believe the vast majority of people would wish death on me. Absolutely. Because I'm going against their elites. I'm going against their system. I'm anti-authority, dominion, governance, and rulership. And a lot of people just cannot fathom that. It pisses them off. Makes them uncomfortable. Makes them feel anger and hatred towards you. Because you can't be controlled like they are. You, you, you can't be duped like they are and fooled like they are. Let's look at the definition of a hypocrite. One who assumes a false appearance. One who fiends to be what he is not. Or to feel or believe what he does not actually feel or believe. Especially a false pretender to virtue or piety. A person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. And some synonyms are dissembler, hypocrite, Pharisee, formalist, and cheat. And we got to remember this whole entire pandemic is predicated off of your health. And the health of others. So let's, let's remember that motto, that theme throughout this episode. And you'll understand the hypocrisy behind that whole entire theme. Because, right, our health matters, right? It, it, it all of a sudden just started mattering when it affected people on a personal level, when, when all of their vices were taken away. That's when people started being like, oh my God, like we need to get, we need to be healthy. Oh my God, there's no more sporting games. There's no more NBA or NFL. Oh, they canceled this, they canceled that, this concert's done. Oh, this restaurant, you know, they don't do indoor dining. Oh man, this, this museum, it's, it, it's closed. This mom and pops shut down. That's the only time people started caring. Don't tell me that these people cared about health, man. About the health of you at the beginning of this pandemic. They only started caring once things were taken away from them. And it hit them it hit them personally. And they wanted somebody to blame. These people wanted somebody to blame. They knew they were being duped subconsciously. Deep down, they knew they were being duped. But they, they are, they're cowardly. The vast majority of them are cowardly and spineless individuals. So you think they're ever going to speak up? You think they're ever going to, you know, turn away from their daddy government, from their owner? The one that, that feeds, clothes, and shelters them and tells them where to go and when to do it and why to do it. Tells them to sit, tells them to roll over, tells them to fetch. You think they're ever going to go after their owner? The same owner that's incredibly abusive to them. You think they're going to they're gonna go after that owner? I mean, people better wake up because this is more obvious than anything I've seen in a long time. The level of hypocrisy. Remember, health matters, right? According to the DisturbMeNot.com article entitled, 35 Sobering Alcoholism Statistics and Facts for 2021, written by Haristina Nikolovska and published on January 9th, 2021. The alcoholism statistics show that this disease can affect anyone, irrespective of race, religion, or country. It's easy to get caught up in the appeal of alcohol. It's offered at almost every event or occasion. This can make everyone forget that alcohol is a drug. A lot of people get carried away and drink too much. 
This may be an indication of alcoholism, a medical condition that makes it difficult to live a healthy life. With this in mind, we compiled these alcoholism facts, hard data and statistics to help people be more aware of the dangers of alcohol. Disturbing stats and facts about alcohol. Alcohol sales increased by 54% in the week ending March 21st, 2020 due to stay at home orders. Alcohol related deaths rose by 43% between 2006 and 2018. 86.4% of adults admit to drinking alcohol at least once in their lifetime. 80% of college students consume alcohol. 15.1 million adults in the U.S. aged 18 and older have an alcohol use disorder. Over 10% of kids in the U.S. live with a parent that has alcohol issues. 33.1% of 15-year-olds report having at least one drink so far in their lifetime. Drinking and driving accounts for over 30% of all driving deaths a year. More than 65 million Americans reported binge drinking within a month of being surveyed. Alcoholics Anonymous mentions a success rate of 50% with 25% staying sober after some relapses. So let's just look at some of these statistics. Because remember, we're all about the health, right? So you're telling me that alcohol-related deaths rose by 43% between 2006 and 2018? Where was the media on this topic? Where were the protests? Where was the upheaval? Where, where was the anger? And, and, and we're in this together mantra. Where was it? So you're telling me that your government, who blatantly gave you your stay-at-home orders, allowed these liquor stores to stay open and you didn't question it? You, you you believe the stay-at-home orders were for your health and safety of others, right? But yet liquor stores and fast foods were still open and they're booming. I know so because I live in the cities and I live across the street from a McDonald's. And I would see the line constantly long, constantly going out even on the parking lot. But yet they kept those places open but had you stay at home and you thought it was about your health and the health of everybody else, right? So, so explain to me the whole drinking and driving accounting for 30% of all driving deaths a year. Because, you know, a lot of these idiots are going to say, well, what does alcohol have to do? That's a choice. It doesn't affect others. They love saying that. They love it. They love trying to discredit or disprove you, but they don't have a brain. So you're telling me that people drinking alcohol doesn't affect others when these statistics are showing us that drinking and driving accounts for over 30% of all driving deaths a year, people. So innocent people die because other people choose to get on the road and drive instead of taking an Uber, taking the cab, doing anything. And your government gives you this poison openly and you don't think about that? This this poison is legal. I mean, the best thing that one of the best decisions I've made this year was just completely stopping alcohol because I would be a hypocrite trying to deliver any type of message or any sharing any type of information or truth with you trying to provide wisdom, knowledge and understanding if I, too, was consuming 
poison and their alcohol, calling other people out. Even if I were to say, oh, I only have one or two drinks at a time. No, that's a hypocrite. The best decision I ever made was coming clean and, and stopping it. And it, it is an issue. It is something that is a worldwide health issue, but nobody speaks of it. Alcohol is a pandemic in its own way. But nobody ever cared about it prior to this whole so-called coronavirus pandemic or COVID-19 pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Nobody cared about any of these statistics. It's always when it hits home that you care. When it, when it happens to you, right? You care, but you can look at stuff and see that millions of people die because of people getting behind the wheel and drinking, that millions of families are affected because of alcoholism. You know, it could lead into depression or suicide or physical and emotional abuse. But none of you cared. You only care when it hits home. And that's what I'm starting to really, really see with people. These people have never in a day cared about you, about the next person, anyone. And these are the same people that are saying, saying that their health matters, that we're in this together. We're all in this together, right? But then the same ones actively wishing death on you. I mean, come on, people. What, what do you think this is about? What do you think this is? Do you think these people are, are good people? When they're showing you who they are, even if they don't know that they're showing you? You know, the level of hypocrisy is, is just appalling. And it's at a point of no return for the vast majority of people. And the vast majority of people are going to be humbled very, very soon if they already haven't by now. And it's going to be a scary sight. But at the end of the day, this is what idolatry and hypocrisy get you. together huh and health matters right well let's continue to dive deeper into the hypocrisy behind all of those lies according to the homelessworldcup.org article entitled global homelessness statistics To help our supporters better understand this global problem, we have sought to compile the latest available statistics on the challenges faced by people around the globe. The last time a global survey was attempted by the United Nations in 2005, an estimated 100 million people were homeless worldwide. As many as 1.6 billion people lacked adequate housing. So let that soak in for a second. The last time a global survey that was attempted by the United Nations was in 2005. Have they attempted a new survey since then? I don't know. But clearly that isn't of importance to them. Homelessness isn't of importance to them. And those 
who have the spirit of the most high in them that have the spirit of wisdom knowledge and understanding you you know that there should there's there should be no such thing as homelessness in this earth <laughs> there's more than enough room for everyone to enjoy their lives to have peace to have enough land to be able to plant their own crops, their own foods, and then trade with their neighbors, to barter, to have scenery, to have access to clean water, everything. There's more than enough room. I mean, I've spoken on this countless times. I'm an avid hiker in terms of getting outdoors and hiking. It's been a huge part of my life in the last year and a half. And honestly, it's been so therapeutic for me to get out of the cities, to get out of the concrete jungle and get out and get fresh air. It's it's vital for me personally. It's absolutely vital for me. And the thousands of miles that I put on my car in the last year and a half has proven to me, not even proven to me, it's confirmed to me that homelessness is just a sham. When I can drive and I can see so much open land, I'm talking about acres upon acres for sale. Some people having hundreds, upwards of thousands of acres for sale. And they're all just there for GMO crops that harm and kill and destroy your health. But I remember, you know, this is all about your health and safety, right? The same people who took your lands and charge it back to you are all about your health and safety. When there's 100 million people homeless worldwide, according to a survey done in 2005, do you think that survey was accurate even back in 2005? So where is it at in 2021 going on 2022? Where, where, where is the, do you, I'm guessing probably infinitely larger. So the 1.6 billion people lacked adequate housing as of 2005 survey. But yet we're all in this together, right? I forgot you remain quiet. You you didn't care. There I don't I don't remember seeing any protests growing up about global homelessness, the the, the epidemic of homelessness. I I don't remember seeing anything. All I remember is seeing is people talking down on the, the poor and the destitute, calling them bums, calling them drug addicts, calling them losers, saying that they were a stain on society and they're holding everyone down, saying that they were lazy, this, that, and the third. That's all I saw. So, I mean, how are we all in this together? So, they, so their lives don't matter. Their individual stories and situations don't matter. When the vast majority of you hypocrites are a paycheck or two away from being homeless yourself? Go look in that bank account. How does the savings look for most of you? The majority of you, how does your savings look? Nothing. Majority of people can't even go out and get a car fixed for a grand. Something happened right now to the car or they missed a mortgage payment or rent. They'd be on the street. They'd be without a vehicle. So, so really, You felt that it was okay to talk down on the poor and the destitute, especially not even knowing their story. 
not knowing their situation. See, that's that's the idolatry behind people. They they really love the system. They love being in the rat race. They love working and giving up all their energy, their life force to wickedness, to, to supporting Babylon. Thinking that a job or a career defines you as a person. So therefore, I'm going to treat you a specific way based upon your your so-called skill sets or your so-called accomplishments in Babylon. Look how dumb you sound. Just so arrogant, man. And it's sick. It's sick to know that 100 million people were homeless worldwide. That 1.6 billion people lacked adequate housing. This was this was as of 2005. As a study as of 2005. The article goes on to state getting an accurate picture of global homelessness is extremely challenging. Definitions of homelessness vary from country to country. Census data is typically collected based on household, and while most census data takes into account those living in shelters and receiving government aid, census takers struggle to count the hidden homeless. Those who may be residing in inadequate settlements such as slums, squatting in structures, not intended for housing, couch surfing with friends and family, and those who relocate frequently. And let me just, so this article does a great job of just breaking it down based upon continents and countries. So let's just, I'm going to read a few of the countries in Africa. So Burkina Faso, approximately 45% of the country's 20 million population live below the poverty line. Women, boys, and girls aged 6 to 59 months and the elderly are the most affected by persistent food and nutrition insecurity, especially in rural areas. Egypt. 95% of the population is con- concentrated in a narrow strip of fertile land along the Nile River, which represents only about 5% of Egypt, Egypt's land area. 27.8% of the population live below the poverty line. Nigeria. There are an estimated 24.4 million homeless people in Nigeria. This is a consequence of many factors including rapid urbanization, poverty, and actions by Boko Haram, which we know is a false flag. In 2018, 613,000 people were displaced due to natural disasters, which we know is done by the Nephilim and the elites, and a further 541,000 due to violence and conflict. 70% of Lagos population lived in informal housing, and many faced homelessness due to the authorities' attempts to curb the capital's rapid growth. So basically, they can just throw you out into the street, and it doesn't matter. But I don't hear any upheaval from the world, especially here in America. Remember, that's, that's, a, that's an African issue, right? But all of a sudden, they can give you a, a cooked-up global pandemic, and all of a sudden, we're all in this together worldwide. When have we all been united? Come on, people. I'm going to read some from Asia and Oceania. Hong Kong. More than 200,000 of Hong Kong's population live in coffin homes, cupboard sized subdivided apartment units. Wow. 
coffin homes? Cupboard-sized subdivided apartment units. That's sick. About 44.7% of the population lives in subsidized housing. India. There are an estimated 1.8 million homeless people in India, with 52% based in urban areas. A further 73% million families lack access to decent housing. In 2017, government authorities demolished 53,700 homes, evicting 260,000 people for reasons such as slum-free city beautification projects. Despite the government's housing for all 2002-22 scheme. Nearly 2.9 million people were displaced through natural disasters and violence in 2018. You know, it's, it's, it's tough reading this for me. This is just so messed up to me because that's why I give all thanks and praise to the most high man because I could honestly just still be in the mindset of the average person where I believe you know the American dream or working hard is what gets you a good life when that's the total opposite when we've been sold a lie and I could still be the type of person believing that lie I could still be the type of person arguing with other people who trying to give them information about that lie and everything that we're reading from this is so pointless because this is all the work of the Nephilim. This is all the work of the elite bloodlines. They stole our lands. But yet Americans are quiet. Didn't care. Don't even care of the fact that Bill Gates is openly buying up all the farmland. Doing his best to buy up millions of acres of farmland. No one's paying attention to why these billionaires have so much land. Why does the Queen of Elizabeth own so much land? Why do all of these people own land created by the Most High? You got to ask yourself that. It's for this. It's to cause these health, the real pandemics, the real health issues, homelessness, disparity, poverty, whatever they want to call it. This is all by design. There's more than enough room for everyone, like I said, to have their own space, to be fruitful and to multiply, to be able to provide for theirs. But instead, we worship Yahweh, we worship Baal, we worship Molech, we worship the Baphomet, we worship entertainers and celebrities and scientists and politicians and doctors and lawyers and the list goes on. But, ne but never the most high, right? You know, as long as our idols tell us what is important, even when what they tell us to believe in is false, we run with it and we ignore the real issues, the real health issues, the real worldwide pandemics. And it's it's embarrassing. It's It's truly embarrassing. If you have no issue with homelessness, You're warped and you're a deranged individual, just plain and simple. You have no wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I don't care who I offend. 
because if you're still trying to defend going back to your own life your old slavery of a nine to five or a job and paying taxes and being burnt out every single day then that then you're 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 sick that's just what it comes down to you have issues and being okay with what is going on in the world nah we're not all in this together you can you can you can keep that you can keep that lie but health matters right in this in this so-called pandemic that the health of the world matters right you know it's i forgot they gave you a new way to look at health it's now my responsibility to look over your health <laughs> and it never was ever like that but with this pandemic with the level of idolatry the spell that the people are under the delusional psychosis that they're suffering from they can throw anything at you they can tell you anything so now it's my responsibility to make sure you as a grown adult is healthy is safe because you know we're all in this together right we got to just we got to work together work together huh but we never work together to get to the bottom of alcoholism and the effects on people and the poison and wondering why it's being sold to us we never were all in this together and work together about global homelessness so you want somebody like me who thinks for themselves to lower myself to your standard it's not going to happen it's never going to happen ever and it needs to be spoken on it needs to be called out these 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 people need to scatter like cockroaches because that's all they are at this point they stand behind nothing they have no moral principles they have no moral compass they have no wisdom knowledge or understanding and they're the reason why so many people are suffering there's no denying that at all according to the worldpopulationreview.com article entitled obesity rates by country 2021 Obesity is when an adult has a BMI of 30 or greater and is considered a global epidemic. Body weight results from several factors such as poor nutritional choices, overeating, genetics, culture, and metabolism. And let's be honest, genetics play a part in some things, sure. <laughs> but come on people, it's what you put into your body, what you put into your temple. So because I may have had a grand grandparent who who ate not so great, all of a sudden that means that I'm going to that's just an excuse. Oh no, but they're you're predisposed. That's predisposition. You can change that. You really think that the most high doesn't allow you to heal your body? Worldwide obesity has nearly tripled since 1975 with about 13% of adults being obese and about 39% of adults being overweight. So since it tripled since 1975, that was 14 years before I was born. So I wanna ask 
the people listening who may have been alive around 1975 or even before. So when obesity tripled since 1975, where was the outrage? Where was the worldwide outrage and protesting? I don't see any of you protesting and marching for organic foods to be cheaper. I don't see any of you protesting and marching for them to take soy out of your foods, to take chemicals and dyes and things that give you cancer out of your foods. I don't, I don't see it. So I'm really, really confused as to how we're all in this together all of a sudden when you all seemingly overlooked something such as obesity that tripled since 1975, something that leads to how many different diseases that rack is number one, two, three, four, five. What heart disease? Look up, look up your statistics of how many people die from heart disease a year. What about stroke? What about diabetes? What about all of the insulin they have to be in medications they have to that funneling and funding the system? You know, I had a conversation with a family member who's a nurse. And they had mentioned to me that they were just annoyed with work and how the people, the patients that they were working on were not COVID patients. They were just people who were sick from lifestyle choices, from being obese or being overweight or being on a ton of medications and never, ever giving their body what they needed, giving it fitness, giving it natural sunlight, eating balanced, staying away from the alcohol, staying away from the drugs, staying away from the fast food, staying away from the processed foods. But these will be the same people that will demand that you wear a mask or demand that you're vaccinated with the mark of the beast because they need you to do it to save them, right? But it was never an issue when it was worldwide and people were dying from it, from obesity. It was never an issue then. It was never an issue when people were being taxed because of other people's lifestyle choices, when the healthcare system which is for profit here in America, continually just treats but never cures, but then taxes you to continue their treatment but no cures. There's no outrage about that. The article continues with, obesity is linked to many health complications and diseases such as diabetes, heart disease, certain types of cancers, and stroke. Additionally, obesity is the leading preventable preventable cause of preventable death. I mean, duh. So why isn't anybody speaking on that? Oh, that's right. The majority of you are obese. Are overweight. So having a pandemic is an easy scapegoat for you. You can focus on 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 particles, on droplets instead. Instead of the real real diseases, the real issues. The article continues with obesity rates vary significantly by country as a result of different lifestyles and diets. There's no direct correlation between the obesity rate of a country and its economic status. However, wealthier countries tend to have the resources to implement programs, campaigns, and initiatives to raise awareness and educate people about what they are consuming. These are among the healthiest countries globally, and they give a list of these countries.
the United States has the 12th highest obesity rate in the world of 36.2% and is the most obese OECD country. I'm not sure what that an acronym is for, but probably like a country that, you know, is so-called, what's the word that they use for it? Developed. Obesity rates vary significantly between states ranging from 23% to 38.1%. This is due to the same diet, environment, and cultural factors that cause variations between countries. Diet is primarily to blame, with Americans receiving mixed messages about what they should be eating and how much of it. With With campaigns promoting daily physical activity and proper nutrition, Americans often opt for fast, cheap, and filling options such as processed packaged food fast food and large portions this often leads to a higher fat calorie and sodium intake and lower intake of vitamins and nutrients here are the 10 countries with the highest obesity rates nauru 61 percent cook islands 55.9 percent palu 55.3 percent marshall islands 52.9 percent tuvalu 51 percent Nayu 50%, Tonga 48.2%, Samoa 47.3%, Kiribati 46%, and Micronesia 45.8%. A lot of people are like, well, I've never heard of these countries. It doesn't matter if you've never heard of these countries. These, these, this is the fact. The fact of the matter is that these are alarming numbers, and it continues on. You want me to continue? So if, you, if that's not a big deal, okay, what about Kuwait at 37.9%, United States at 36.2%, Jordan at 35.5%, Saudi Arabia at 35.4%, Qatar at 35.1%, Lebanon 33.7%, Libya 32.5%, Turkey 32.1%, Egypt 32%, United Arab Emirates 31.7%, Bahamas 31.6%, New Zealand 30.8%. Must I go on? The world is obese, man. This article, they're telling you that obesity is the highest and ranks as the number one most preventable death. They're telling you what obesity does as far as diabetes, heart disease, certain types of cancers and strokes. Think about if you just if you just focus on diabetes, heart disease, those certain types of cancers and strokes related to obesity, the numbers of deaths would be astronomical worldwide compared to this fake pandemic even if you looked at those numbers and you added up even the the numbers from all of the alcohol related deaths it would the numbers from this pandemic would pale in comparison to it but yet we're all in this together over a fake virus but we're not all in it together over things that matter alcoholism and the poisoning of people homelessness and the disparities and the poverty of the world and the stealing of our lands, obesity, and all of the preventable deaths associated with it. These are not issues, brothers and sisters? What's going on here? So these are not health-related issues, right? We're we're not all in it together for that? But you're going to tell me that we're all in it together for this pandemic because you want to go back to a concert. You want to go be able to go back to your old world, to go to your happy hours and your dining to be able to freely travel without what you call inconvenience, right? Oh, you're inconvenienced? 
So now you're, we're all in together. That's all it's about. The fact of the matter is these people have become inconvenient, inconvenienced. So now all of a sudden they have to come after somebody else. They have to, have to come after the people with sense. So all of a sudden we're the bad ones, the ones who speak the truth. Just like Amos chapter 5 teaches us, chapter 5 verse 10. They admonish, they admonish the one by the gate and the one who speaks purely they detest. Even in their own cube, their own book that they created for you, they're telling you the truth. There's drops in these books. They're telling you who they are and how the people will react. They, of course they hate righteousness. Of course they hate truth. Of course they're going to go with anything that their elites tell them to do. And this is why these people are incredibly dangerous. And I've been saying this for a while. This is why it's very wise to maneuver. You got to maneuver very smart during these times, brothers and sisters. There's certain people I wouldn't recommend being around. It doesn't matter if they're family or friends. If somebody's shown you who they are during this pandemic, then you best believe them. You know, I've had my my argue not even so much arguments i've had my conversations with family i've just been warning them because i'm not gonna ever just argue with somebody over the truth either you get it or you don't if i'm if i can spoon feed you life-saving information and you don't even have the respect for me or even for yourself to look at it then that's on you it's completely on you and you're a hypocrite that's all it is you're a hypocrite Anyone who says, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist and they haven't looked into what you're presenting, they're a hypocrite. How can you stand on something you believe in, but you don't know all the sides to the coin? You don't know you don't know all of the points. So therefore, you really don't stand on that. You were just given that. How is that your stance? Think about it this way. If it wasn't time for the new world order, if this wasn't the mark of the beast, and say your media outlets weren't using propaganda the way that they are now, they weren't pushing it as hard. Say there was a pandemic, but it wasn't blown out of proportion like this lie is. Do you think we'd be all in it together? If the masses were told, hey, you know, whoever wants to get the vaccine, go get it. You'll be you'll be safe. Nothing will happen. You know, there's not going to be any breakthroughs. There's not going to be any long COVID. There's not going to be none of that. You know what? We'll keep the concerts open. We'll keep the restaurants open. You know, just go about your life. Would we really be all in this together then? No, of course we wouldn't because no one would be inconvenienced. No one would have to worry about themselves, right? Oh my God, I might die. But then they pretend that they care about you. No, they only care about themselves. The same people who seemingly can overlook the negative effects of alcohol, alcoholism. They say, hey, you need to care about my health. But then they're walking out of a liquor store with a 24 pack of beer and a bottle of Jack. Ready to go home and destroy their health. The same people who who mocked the poor and the destitute who are too good to even try to give them change or give them money or even just have a conversation with them. But we're all in this together, right? The same people who are as big as a house 
can't even breathe, using electric wheelchairs, Netflix and chilling all day, eating all day, snacking, grubbing, stuffing their face. But then they want you to worry about their health when they didn't even care about it once. But health matters, right? We're all in this together, right? The level of hypocrisy is just, it's sickening. And it's at a point where I don't even want to be around anyone like that. I personally just don't. I don't even have any ill will towards you. I just don't want to be around you. And I have a right to that. I just, you just not, I just don't want to be around this anymore. I don't. The hypocrites are going to be humbled very soon. We're all in this together, right? Our health matters, huh? Let's continue diving deep into this whole entire joke. Into this whole entire so-called pandemic. According to the nationalinterest.org article entitled, The Chronic Stress of Life During the COVID-19 Pandemic Causes Unusual Symptoms, written by Kate Harkness and published on June 14, 2020. During the current COVID-19 pandemic, have you been wondering why you're getting headaches more often or stomach aches or feeling itchy or getting pimples? or why your periods are irregular or more painful than usual? Exciting recent science suggests that the answers may lie in our body's biological reactions to stress. Our biological stress response system, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, evolved hundreds of millions of years ago to help our vertebrae ancestors quickly mobilize energy to confront imminent life or death threats such as predator attacks. In the short term, this system is exquisite in its efi- efficiency and is cr- crucial to survival. I mean, of course, they're going to mix in evolution and say hundreds of millions of years ago, but basically what she's stating is your fight or flight instincts, the things that keep you alive, that keep you alert. It's inherent in, just look at animals. They, 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 they survive, they're surviving. They're also living, but they know they must survive. It's no different than us as, as, as men and women. The author continues with, the problem with our current situation is that it has been going on for months and the end is not, cl- is not clearly in sight. Chronic stress sends the HPA access into overdrive with effects felt throughout the body these symptoms can even f- ser- serve as further sources of stress. Understanding why our bodies are reacting in these ways can help us develop strategies to prevent stress from getting under our skin. The biological stress response. When animals perceive a threat in their environment, 
the HPA axis stimulates the adrenal glands to release the hormone cortisol. Cortisol, along with adrenaline, work to pump oxygen to major muscles to enable the animal to fight or escape. This fight-slash-flight response produces a physical, physical symptom such as heart palpitations and chest tightness, the heart pumping oxygen to the major muscles, and stomach butterflies, nausea and tingling, blood leaving the stomach and extremities to get, the major, to, get to the major muscles. The HPA axis also interacts with the immune system to help with the aftermath. Cortisol is a potent anti-inflammatory and binds to large numbers of receptors in the skin to help repair wounds and fight infection. The HPA axis doesn't know the difference between the life or death threat of a predator attack and modern stressors. So in the early stages of this crisis, if your stomach did flip-flops or you felt your heart racing when reading about surges in COVID-19 cases, your body was doing what it was designed to do, even though at that moment you were not in any imminent physical danger. And this is what we got to pay attention to. This is why idolatry is so deadly. I've been telling family, I've been telling friends for years to turn off that television, to just turn it off. Because all it's going to give you is stress. And then stress and fear are going to elicit this fight or flight aspect. No wonder why so many people say they have anxiety or that they're depressed or that they're stressed out. It's, it's what are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with positive things or are you constantly submerging yourself in this type of stress-induced mindset? Like, why would you choose to even to keep up with that? And that's exactly what the Nephilim, the elite bloodlines want, is to give you fear, to keep you in this mindset, this state. Because when you're when you're thinking like this, when you're in a fight or flight stage, you're not really using logic. You're 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 doing it for survival. Logically, if you think about it, you're you're not going to have the time when you're in the spur of the moment to make a rational decision. And that's the vast, the vast majority of people. Think about the people who've just kept the TV on this whole entire pandemic, even before that, and are frightened to death right now. And go ran and took an experimental rushed out vaccine out in the open, rushed out, out in the open, brothers and sisters. I don't understand this. That's because they were in this mindset, this fight or flight. You can't reach people who are constantly in this. If somebody's constantly feeling their stomach doing flip-flops or heart racing after reading about surges and, and keeping up with this lie, then you're, they're never going to get to a point of relaxation where they can come to and they can actually sit back and absorb what's going on around them and start questioning it because most people are in this mindset, brothers and sisters. The article goes on to say the problem of chronic stress. A predator attack is time limited. In contrast, the COVID-19 pandemic has been going on for weeks and may be compounded by social isolation, job or financial insecurity, and, ca and caretaking responsibilities. Unfortunately, all the hip HPA axis knows is that it needs to release stress hormones when we perceive a threat in our environment. So if we perceive our environment as threatening all the time, then the HPA axis will release these chemicals all the time. You think the elites don't know that? Why do you think they gave you the, the, the Delta variant 
after lying to you and saying that you'd return to normal after the vaccine. And then that lie turned into the Delta and other variants. And then those variants turned into, oh, herd immunity. And herd immunity pretty much seemingly went away and no one's talking about it anymore. Because they want to keep you in this state of mind, in this state of fear, this fight or flight where you feel that there's a perceived boogeyman out there just waiting to find you. And once they find you, oh no, it's over for you. You don't think the elites know what they're doing? The ones who've been, whose, whose whole life is to destroy and to study you? You really don't know. You don't think that that's plausible? You better think again. And start thinking deeply because there's no such thing as a coincidence in Babylon. The article continues with one of the most pronounced effects of long-term cortisol release is glucocorticoid resistance. This is when cells in the immune system become less sensitive to the anti-inflammatory effects of cortisol. As a result, cortisol starts to increase inflammation throughout the body and brain. So your itchiness and rashes, all of the cortisol receptors in your skin may no longer be receptive to cortisol's anti-inflammatory effects and instead, chemicals are released that inflame the skin. Your headaches or stomach aches, painful periods, all of these symptoms can also be the result of inflammation in these organ systems caused by chronic HPA axis activation. Even psychological symptoms such as feelings of depression or loneliness have been linked to the release of pro-inflammatory chemicals caused by chronic stressors. This article just says a lot and exposes a lot as to what they're doing to the masses. Because at the end of the day, it's it's a hoax. So you got to ask yourself, when you've come to this realization in life, when you admit to being duped, you got to ask yourself, what have they been doing to us and why? And then you you start to unravel and understand what type of entities you're dealing with. Ones that have never cared about you. Ones that have never thought we're all in this together. Ever. Ones that have been brainwashed you through the indoctrination system to turn on other people just like you. Other people who seemingly want the same things just like you. And sad. It's really, really sad, man. And that's that's where we're at in this in this pandemic. That's where we've gotten to. The level of hypocrisy is uncanny. And so for me, what I do is I just avoid it altogether. I don't go on any social media platforms just to peruse. I, I only use Twitter to gain information. I don't use Instagram. I don't use Facebook. Especially not Facebook. I, I can't stand that that platform. R- I'm rarely on it. Rarely on it. Mainly to use Facebook Market if, if needed. But one thing that's helped me to avoid the hypocrisy is just not be around it. Just to, just to avoid it. Just to avoid the people that push it. I don't want to be around them. 
and that's okay. That's my choice. That's my free will. They don't need to be around me either. And I respect that decision. People don't want me in their life. They don't want to be around me because of my stance. They have every right to believe that way. They do. Just like I have every right to believe what I want and to live by what I want. It's called free will. So if we're all in this together, shouldn't we want each and every single one of us to have free will? You know, the funny thing about this whole thing, when you actually break it down and how childish and how stupid it is and the level of hypocrisy is that no one even seemed to care about, you know, the vaccine and everything and what other people did until they were lied to and told that it was the unvaccinated's fault. Then all of a sudden, the attention's turned towards us. Even after they tell you, you know, you can take the vaccine, you can get two, three, two, three, four, five jabs, but, you know, you might get a breakthrough case in long COVID. And actually, other people, everybody else needs to take it to help you. So you're a hypocrite first and foremost when you say you stand by the science that you trust the science, right? So you trusted something that's not working and you're continuing to trust it? Does that even make any sense? Does, does that make any sense? And then these people have the audacity to come at the people who think critically. It's, it's mind-boggling, the levels of idolatry that we're at. It's mind-boggling. And it's concerning. It really is concerning. And it's, it's going to get worse. I've already been saying that. And let's take a, let's, I'm going to read an article from the viewpoint of people who believe in this virus, just to show you how warped the realities are. According to the scarymommy.com article entitled, if we are all in this together, then these folks are failing big time. Written by Elijah Beach and published on January 26, 2021. When COVID hit in March 2020, Americans were told everything would shut down for two weeks. Yet here we are 10 months later, and it's understandable that the majority of us have hit a point of pandemic fatigue. And what many of us are really tired of is pandemic hypocrites. That's right. The people publicly touting CDC guidelines but not actually putting them into practice, and to say the least, is just not cool. Having to wear masks, social distance, work from home, oversee virtu virtual sh schooling, and stay away from friends, family, and loved ones is a challenge for everyone. Kids are falling behind in school. People are losing their jobs. Businesses are closing and people are dying. And we all have to do our part to slow the spread of COVID-19. Yet plenty of people have been caught flouting the rules and guidelines. Everyone has been asked to follow in the name of public health. Many of us have come across a pandemic hypocrite or two. It may be your neighbor that wears a mask to take the trash out, but will host a get together for 20 family members. Or it could be the over sanitizing coworker that always has a weekend excursion to share, to share about. Or the friend condemning others for not t taking the pandemic seriously than hopping on an airplane for a vac vacation to a COVID hotbed. <laughs> 
and you have most likely watched celebrities influencers breaking all the rules on social media so let's point out how stupid this is to even believe in this pandemic there are people like that i i sometimes like sit there and i'm like how hard does a person have to fake it because i i feel in my heart of hearts a lot of people know that this is dumb that what they're doing is crazy but since everybody else is doing remember what we spoke about this in the episode of peer pressure and what peer pressure does since everybody else is doing it they don't want to lose the respect and the group access and again that comes down to selfishness thinking about themselves and that's the same thing with this pandemic the whole we're all in this together no that's rooted in deep selfishness you were never all in it together when there was actually world issues prior to 2020. It's not like all these world issues just popped up. We were never all in this together before this whole pandemic. So now that it hits home for people and now people are in fight or flight mode, constantly and freaked out because they have no alignment or connection with the most high, we're, we're, it's all of a sudden a pandemic. It's all of a sudden serious. So, I mean, think about this. People who are partaking in the pandemic, but then one foot in, one foot out. That's why I told people it's fake. Don't even partake in it. Don't even argue or debate with somebody or try to persuade somebody who's gung-ho about this. Just leave them alone. If they want to believe in it, let them. I mean, I'm not to say don't don't fight for your family, your friends, your colleagues. Do what you can. But there's going to come a point when you realize that somebody's just not willing to budge. They're not willing to listen to new information. And now we have more information to understand why it's like that. I mean, I've always been saying idolatry is a spell, but their own science is telling you that people are under constant stress, which evokes a response of fight or flight. So they can't think logically. They can't think rationally. The article continues with, TikTok stars Charlie and Dixie DMLO jetted off to the Bahamas over the holiday break with a group of influencers. Jake Paul was spotted maskless at a crowded party in Ohio. Kim Kardashian vacationed in Tahiti for her 40th birthday with family and friends in the midst of California guidelines restricting outdoor gatherings to less than three households in under two hours. (laughs) See, this this is why I wrote about when you comply, you die, because this is just dumb. They take your very own idols and they mock you. They mock you. I mean, think about Obama's birthday party. How many people were in an uprage, uproar, and then they forget about it the next day. Like these people, these these elites are telling you that this is fake to your face. But yet you still continue on. You can still you still fall for the hoopla. You still you still believe in it. You still try to virtue signal. You still try to argue with other people. You're you're a hypocrite. You're a complete hypocrite. And it's, it's, it's getting to the point where once things get to the point where we see it like they are in other parts of the world, it comes here to the United States, people's true colors are going to shine through even more. When people can openly discriminate against you because you're unvaccinated, people are going to join in on that and they're going to love it. Because deep down, they've always been wicked and they've wanted a reason to be able to, to utilize that part of themselves and not be 
told that that's wrong from the group, right? From the herd. You know, as long as the herd's doing it, I'm doing it too. So nothing can be wrong, right? That's the mentality of the majority of people. And I mean, just reading that article, it's just, it's idiotic. It's idiotic to believe in this. According to the American Council on Science and Health.com article entitled, Follow the Science, How the Media's Hypocrisy Undermines Critical Thinking in the Age of COVID, written by Cameron English and published on April 12, 2021. Mainstream news outlets have gone after COVID-19 conspiracy theorists with a passion, but when it comes to equally important science topics, they have no problem ignoring evidence and promoting conspiratorial nonsense. This blatant hypocrisy causes confusion and fuels the public skepticism of science more broadly. In recent months, the mainstream press has been on a crusade against COVID vaccine skepticism tenaciously promoting science-based medicine and expressing little tolerance for anybody who holds a contrarian opinion. COVID vaccine does not affect fertility, but misinformation persists. The Guardian announced in February addressing a common concern about coronavirus immunizations, a big reason we might never reach herd immunity, an equally zealous CNN recently reported, because not enough people are willing to get vaccinated. These claims are perfectly defensible, while there are some preliminary concerns in the EU about the rare side effects associated with the AstraZeneca shot, the evidence so far shows that the authorized vaccines are safe and effective, even for pregnant women or those trying to get pregnant. Yet these same news outlets continue to show no interest in reporting all the facts when it comes to other critical science issues. And before we continue, we already know that this shot is destroying fertility that it's not safe, nor is it affected, nor should it ever be taken by anyone pregnant. I mean, come on, people. What is wrong with you? You're pregnant and you're taking a vac- uh, experimental mRNA vaccine? Not even a vaccine, a gene therapy? I mean, a house... Oh, my God. The article goes on to state, this is inexcusable for two reasons. Since the press has made a habit of giving finger-wagging lectures about following the science, they need to consistently practice what they preach, especially when promoting calls to de-platform social media users who doubt the safety and efficacy of vaccines. Most importantly, people tend to cherry-pick which science they embrace, usually along political lines, and that's because they've made it political. That's what Babylon gives you. Politics is just a divide and conquer, so they need politics to make you used to division the author continues with the media's double standard legitimizes this partisan approach to science giving policymakers and the public an excuse to ignore evidence they deem inconvenient selective skepticism in action The always insightful website Debunking Denialism describes the media's fair-weather science advocacy as selective skepticism. There is a tradition among journalists to stand up to government, companies, and other authorities they critically examine. However, this can sometimes lead to selective skepticism, where claims that run counter to the beliefs of some science journalists are met with extreme skepticism, whereas information that appears appeals to the existing beliefs are accepted with much less skepticism. I mean, first of all, these people have a script. 
they have a narrative all these crisis actors all these 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 puppets all are in on it to sell you the mark of the beast and that's why they give you controlled opposition basically what the what the author is describing is just controlled opposition so they give you they give you people that are pro-vax like the news you know the scientists the fauci's the bill gates and then they give you the fake doctors that are so-called speaking out but think again these same doctors are telling you the virus is real but oh to question the vaccine but the virus is real you think that makes any sense that's why when i've had conversations with friends who've told me hey i got into this argument with this person or what do you think about this i'm like first and foremost you shouldn't even believe it in this virus because you're believing in their science and their science is all made to be confusing it's confusing because it's not real you can't turn anything that's not real to the truth no wonder why it'll never ever hit home no wonder why it'll never make sense and be clear that's why i feel like people who believe in this have to they're under delusional psychosis and they're they're deranged i mean spiritual warfare is a real thing the many people's souls have been taken because of this 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 pandemic and that's not even people who've died i'm talking about people who are living right now the walking dead amongst us with no soul because of this whole pandemic think about how this whole pandemic has changed the people in your life has changed you even if you've been on the right side of the truth how much has it changed you it's it's undeniable and as things continue to ramp up so will the hypocrisy i mean what is next people i mean they they tell you they told you so many different lies in a row that hey we just need to give you a vaccine you know everything will be back to normal then the vaccine comes out then all of a sudden no it's not that we need herd immunity you know we need to have goals by the 4th of july so you can celebrate your 4th of july and then boom they hit you with a new surgeons a new a new variant right and then start blaming it on the unvaccinated all while to distract you and to get you mad at the unvaccinated so that they can then under the under the guise of your health and safety under the guise of we're all in this together tell you that you need a booster tell you that you need a third shot and people are not questioning that I mean, very few. I've even, I mean, I'm not going to say nobody has. I've even seen people who have been so-called double jabbed. I don't like that terminology. I think it's odd to say I'm double jabbed. Like that's, that doesn't even sound like a good word, jabbed. What, inoculated? You think that sounds good? Jabbed and inoculated? Vaccine sounds good to you? These words? So even the people that I've noticed on Twitter, in the Twitter threads that have gotten the two doses... And now are asking are asking for a booster. These people are now saying they don't want it, that they don't want a third shot because they are at least using some sort of common sense. Whatever's remaining, that they're like, hey, you lied to me. You told me that this was safe and effective, that this was 96% safe. I took it and now you're telling me it's changing. That's why I'm telling people to stop trusting their science, man. This is just, they can make up any chart and throw it on TV and tell you whatever they want to tell you. And what are, who are you to question it? Because who's going to fact check them when they own the fact checkers? Who's going to censor them when they own all of the ability to censor? They own all of the platforms that information goes on to. The YouTubes, the, the bit shoots, the odysseys, the Twitters, the Instagram, the Facebooks, the TikToks, the Snapchats. They own all of it. So they can lie to you 
outright, out in the open, not hiding anything, and then and then change it up on you real quick. And then I'm seeing the hypocrisy from the people. Now it's it's the jabbed turning on the jabbed. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. It's it's literally a, a circus, man. When I look in the comments and I see people who are double jabbed saying, hey, this is the, I don't like this. I don't feel right about this. I was lied to calling it out. Start thinking for themselves. And then here comes a jab person, a double jab person running in and saying, you're just you're going to be selfish. And you're you're what you're an anti-vaxxer. How can you call somebody an anti-vaxxer who went and took the same vaccine as you? Whether it was twice with uh, Moderna or AstraZeneca or whatever it was, or whether it was once with with the Johnson and Johnson or the Pfizer, even two doses of Pfizer, it doesn't matter. Now, the same people who were so-called on your side, so-called were in this together on the same team, right? Went and took their two shots as the government told them, as their experts and scientists told them to do. And now their experts and scientists in government are lying to them and telling them there's something else that they have to do. And all of a sudden they're selfish, all of a sudden they're anti-vaxxers, all of a sudden they don't deserve access to the same things that they did before because you want to be an idol worshiper and continue to ride out this wave. You want to go get your third shot. You want to go get your booster. So what happens when this turns to a fourth shot, a fifth shot, a sixth shot? What if what what happens if this booster turns into a monthly thing? Now I'm hearing rumors of them having pills. So you're going to you're going to be taking medication for for a fake virus. I mean, I, I don't know what to say to people anymore, man. This is so messed up to me. This is so warped. So warped and so wrong in so many ways. And yet no one is speaking up about it. No one's really questioning it. Remember, it doesn't it, until it affects them, they don't care. They don't care that they were lied to about being jabbed, that that the so-called conspiracy theorists were right, that we continue to be right. You see, the the hypocrisy from these people just says a lot about them. They're hypocrites. They're cowards. They're spineless. They, They have no moral principles. They stand for nothing because they'll fall for anything. It's completely evident. And this is the world we live in, brothers and sisters. That's why we know that things will not get better. There's no way. Things things have to get worse and hit rock bottom before they can get better. Before the ways of the most high will be what is accepted worldwide. A lot of people, a lot of a lot has to happen before then and now. And you know. Best thing that I would recommend is just preparing, getting everything that you need ready to, to get ready. And just sitting back and just staying out of this this mess, out of the circus. Just don't enter the circus. You can watch it from outside and watch the chaos. You can watch the hypocrisy through the peer pressure, through the trusting in the science, through the lie of we're all in this together. Remember, we're all in this together, right? Our health matters, right? 
Okay. Even when the science, the cult of science continues to flip-flop, people will continue to obey and continue to bow, no matter what, no matter who it harms. You know, the hypocrisy wouldn't bother me to this level if it wasn't for the fact of what it's doing to our children. When I'm starting to read, the suicide levels are picking up in schools for younger children, for for young adolescents, for even adults that I know. I've had friends reach out to me and tell me that they were depressed. So if you're telling me a grown adult who has more life experience, more with more knowledge of how to get help is feeling this way how do you think our children are feeling and this this is what really bugs me the most is the effects on our children i'm not gonna lie to you that's that's the hardest part for me is watching that when i go out in public and i see people tying up their kids faces when i see people post about getting their children vaccinated or eagerly waiting for it to be approved for 12 and under i just i cringe i I, I seriously cringe because it's one thing to do this to yourself but to do it to the future of our generation our future generations is another thing that i just i can't support that man i absolutely cannot support that wickedness and it needs to be called out According to the DailyMail.com article entitled, COVID pandemic has caused biggest cut to life expectancy since the Second World War, with average lifespan for males falling by 16 months and by almost a year for females, new figures suggest, written by Sean Wooler and published on March 18, 2021. The pandemic has caused the largest fall in life expectancy in England since the Second World War, figures suggest. Average life expectancy for boys born last year was 78.7 years, a fall of 16 months compared with 2019. The figure for girls was 82.77, 11 months less than those born a year earlier. Public Health England said, It's the largest drop in life expectancy since 1939 to 1940, with experts blaming the surge in deaths caused by the virus. No, it has nothing to do with no fake virus. This is the vaccine, and this is the stress that it's put on people. This is the suicide rates increasing. This is the alcohol rates increasing. This is the obesity rates increasing. This is the opioids increasing. This is the homelessness increasing. What do you guys not get about this? This is a war on the people, just like every war. Of course, they're going to compare this to a war because it is a war. Of course, they're going to to mock you and say, oh, this is just like the Second World War. Another depopulation tool used against you. The article goes on to state the data also shows the gap between rich and poor areas has widened to 10.2 years for men and 8.5 years for women. Life expectancy for males in the least deprived areas fell one year from 83.6 to 82.6, 
but almost two years in the most deprived areas from 74.3 to 72.4. Life expectancy for females in the least deprived areas also fell by one year from 86.8% to 85.8%, but 1.56 years in the most deprived areas from 78.9% to 77.3%. I mean, I just wanted to get into that. I mean, I'm going to obviously link the article so you can go deeper. But you got to understand that they know what they're doing. That this, make no mistake, that this is done for a reason. And let's get deeper into this. According to the walrus.ca article entitled, The Pandemic is Intensifying the Opioid Crisis, written by Alexandra Harvey and published on September 7th, 17th, 2020, and updated on September 14th, 2020. 21. Oh, wait, September published on. That doesn't make sense. Let me, let me just make sure I get the dates right. One second. Oh, my apologies. So it was published on September 14th, 2020, and updated on September 17th, 2020. Randy Roberts has been using opioids since he was 12. Now 56, he's lost countless friends to overdoses, including his children's mother. Two years ago, Roberts lives in Brantford, a southwestern Ontario city, which in 2017 ranked second in the country for overdose-related hospital admissions per 100,000 people. He founded and now leads the Brantford Substance Users Network, a group of active and inactive drug users who advocate for safer drug policy. After facing so much loss, Roberts says it's hard to go to funerals anymore. Each time the phone rings, he's terrified his daughter might be next. Constantly fearing for your health and the health of your loved ones is a reality everyone faces in a pandemic. It's a reality that drug users know, especially well, and one that has become only more urgent since COVID-19 hit. Public health measures designed to contain the pandemic have worsened the situation for drug users, in large part by trying to protect the general public population. Border restrictions, lockdowns, and social distancing have disrupted the drug supply chain, forced people to use drugs in isolation, and limited people's access to harm reduction services. As a result, overdose deaths have spiked across the country. Efforts to stem one health crisis has exacerbated another, and in failing to consider drug users in its COVID-19 response, the government has put them at increased risk. Unlike the coronavirus, there's nothing novel about the opioid crisis. In 2016, following a four-year increase in overdose deaths in BC, the province declared a public health emergency. The rising death toll was largely due to the increased presence of fentanyl, a powerful synthetic opioid that can be prescribed as a painkiller in medical settings but is used on the black market to beef up other drugs. Fentanyl is 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine and an amount equivalent to a few grains of salt is enough to cause death. Many who ingest it do so unknowingly. While the opioid crisis has hit Western Canada the hardest, other regions like Ontario have also experienced rising fentanyl-related drug deaths. Indigenous people have suffered disproportionately, partly due to the connection between intergenerational trauma and substance use. Between January 2016 and January 2019, 15,393 Canadians died from opioid overdoses. Last year, 77% of accidental opioid-related deaths involved fentanyl and fentanyl analogs. 
Roberts has witnessed firsthand the harm that the opioid crisis has done to his community. He thought the pandemic might increase empathy toward drug users who have been in the throes of their own epidemic for years. Instead, he feels as though they've been forgotten. And of course they've been forgotten. None of these people cared about you to begin with. They, they didn't care what you were going through. They didn't care that you might have been in a vulnerable spot in the satanic earth, the satanic world, this wicked system of Babylon, that you might turn towards a drug to help you cope. They don't care about what you're going through. They just want to label you a druggie. They want to label you a menace, a rebel. They want to label you crazy, a burden. So, of course, they're not going to care. As COVID-19 cases and deaths have increased in Canada, so have overdose deaths by some measures. Much more dramatically, from May to July, BC recorded its highest ever number of overdose deaths, with 526 drug-related fatalities in the three months combined, while a 121% increase from the same time period in 2019. By comparison, as of August 20, 2000, August 20 200 people had died from COVID-19 in BC since the pan- pandemic began. And first and foremost, those who have eyes to see with, ears to hear with, and a brain to think with, no, COVID's not real. So those 200 people that died did not die from no fake virus. I'm not saying 200 people didn't die. They could die from various reasons. Once you're in those hospitals, once you're in the grasp of these Nephilim and these bloodline hospitals, they can kill you in any way they want to. The medication's already killing you out in the open. So what do you think? You think that you think they're gonna you're gonna go there and they're gonna take care of you and treat you and cure you? I'm gonna end it here. BC First Nations people are dying at disproportionate rates. They have accounted for 16% of the province's overdose deaths this year, but make up only 3.3% of its population. So of course they're gonna ignore the opioid. And that's just over in Canada. That's not even here in the United States. We've spoken on the opioid crisis many times. We just spoke on it. We just spoke on it in the episode of mental health. We've spoken on it multiple times, these opioids and what it does to people and how addictive they are. Where do they come from? Did you make them? Some random citizen make them or what? Of course, it was your government that made them and distributed them. And then waited for the damage to be done so that they can give you the order out of chaos, right? Oh, we're here. Well, okay, we're here. We're here to save everything. Just let us take over. And people continue to fall for the blatant hoopla, man. I, I don't know. I just don't know what to say. Because right now, where this path is leading the world, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to get very, very ugly, uglier than it already is. You think families and friends and and colleagues, relationships are broken up as bad? Just to wait until it's an all-out frenzy on the so-called unvaccinated. On the ones who so-called are not in this together with you. On the ones who can see through the gimmicks and the hooplas. On the ones who cared about real-life issues, such as alcoholism and drug use, and abortion, and homelessness, and obesity, You know, the ones who actually care about people. We're going to be labeled the ones that are keeping this pandemic going. And it's going to lead to a certain outcome. And a lot of people are going to be complicit in wickedness and evil like they've already been. 
according to the stateofthenation.com article entitled Operation COVID-19 in the 10 Stages of Genocide, written by Mackie F. Freeman and published on February 8th, 2021. COVID cult marches on. In 2001, leaving natural unalienable rights, people's livelihoods and human freedom decimated in, it, in its destructive wake. The US CDC has just tried to tell people that they have to wear not one mask, but two masks when traveling using some form of public transport. Cloth masks should be made with two or more layers of breathable fabric that is tightly woven. This is the same CDC, you may recall, whose own figures were analyzed by John Hopkins researcher Dr. Genevieve Bryan to show that there were no excess deaths in America in 2020. It is also the very same CDC, you may recall, that has admitted that it has never had any true viral isolate of the alleged novel virus SARS-CoV-2 and that it concocted the digital SARS-CoV-2 genome of 30,000 base pairs from an actual specimen of 37 base pairs. The consequences of this giant fraud are far-reaching. The COVID cult appears to be enabling the NWO manipulators to carry out the 10 stages of genocide, which was a theory of American scholar Dr. Dr. Gregory Statton. He applied his theory to the past genocides in history However, the same process and stages seem to be happening right before our eyes in the COVID pandemic. These stages slash steps don't necessarily take place in a linear fashion. They may also take place simultaneously. So first stage, classification. I believe this word is meant in the sense of to separate into different classes of people, rather than as a noun that comes from the verb to classify. Regardless, the stage is about separating people from each other, dividing people into different classes, and inducing the us-versus-them mentality. In the past, this was done along the the fault lines of ethnicity, race, religion, or nation. Now, in the context of the COVID cult, it's done according to who believes and who rejects the COVID cult narrative. If you're a dissenter or non-believer, you are being singled out for your thought crime. If you stand for medical sovereignty or bodily autonomy, you are being put into a separate class. Second stage, symbolization. Symbols are used in many ways. Symbolization is used here to make the targeted group, who are enemies of the state, stand out as ignomious and conspicuous dissenters or traitors. In the times of the Third Reich, the Nazis forced the Jews to wear a yellow star as a symbol that they were in a different class. In the COVID cult, this is done through reverse psychology. Model citizens of the NWO cover their faces, but those outside the COVID cult refuse to cover their faces. By refusing to wear a mask, these dissenters voluntarily make themselves a highly visible target. Third stage, discrimination. Discrimination is is illegal in many nations, but that doesn't seem to matter in the COVID cult. 
Centuries-old legal traditions and human rights have been trampled underfoot. The government has used not wearing a mask as a pretext for the mass denial of rights, including but not limited to rights such as the right to freely travel, the right to freely earn a living and run one's own business, the right to freely trade with others, and the right to enter public places. Discrimination is a way of tightening the screws and increasing the pressure for what is next to come. Fourth stage, dehumanization. This intensity picks up in this next stage. Dehumanization always seems to be necessary precondition to murder, since it involves making the target appear less than human, not valuable and unworthy in the eyes of the killers to be. Generally, the targeted group is robbed of its humanity through labels, insults, and characterizations, which all emphasize distinctions rather than commonality of what all of us humans have regardless of our differences. In terms of the COVID cult, heretics are branded fanatics, selfish, extreme, disease spreaders, super spreaders, domestic terrorists, asymptomatic carriers, anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists, and more, much more. In 2019, the WHO, the World Health Organization, declared vaccine hesitancy and by extension anti-vaxxers among the top 10 threats to global health. Fifth stage, organization. Past genocides consisted of war, mass murder, bloody massacres, and or mass graves. If a genocide comes from a COVID operation, it will be less sensationalistic. Operation Coronavirus is a silent operation using fear, trauma, based mind control and other ritualistic elements it has the hallmark of a, a false flag operation like 9 11. look at the history of false flag ops and the history of fake pandemics in this stage the government begins actively organizing its pol police and military forces against those it has branded enemies sixth stage polarization in my opinion this stage is very comparable to the first stage or is just as an intensification of it. If you are a social engineer, once you have separated the masses into different classes, you can then further entrench the division via polarization, setting the groups into mutual antagonism against each other. This has been happening for years in the US anyway, even before Operation Coronavirus launched and was exacerbated by Trump. Woodenly or not, Things have reached a low point in the U.S. where it seems many Americans cannot simply remember they are both human and in both or both American and feel the need to dehumanize their opponent if he or she is not on the correct political team. Whatever happened to being able to agree to disagree or being mature enough to accept others have opposing views to yours. In the COVID cult, the NWO controllers have deliberately fueled the fire between the masses and the discriminated aware minority via the MSM, which constantly spreads propaganda that healthy people are asymptomatic carriers. Seventh Sage Preparation The stage of preparation involves things like isolation, and quarantine camps. Politicians have been suggesting detainment camps, i.e. prisons for those who refuse to embrace the COVID cult. There have been rumors for decades in the US about alternative uses for FEMA camps. If you don't have the mark, you're out of luck and you're either excluded from society, excluded from commerce or literally imprisoned. Right now, the mark is a mask, but next it will be the vax and its extension, the vaccine certificate or immunity passport. And finally, the microchip. Last month, The Telegraph 
It's reported that Germany was building quarantine detainment camps for COVID violators. Germany, detainment camps, hmm, what could possibly go wrong? A stage, persecution. At this stage, all the silent and covert preparations leading up to this point become overt. In the past, the identified targeted group was imprisoned, redeported, and or their property was seized. In some states and nations, it is already law that the property of the infected individual can be seized and destroyed to stop the spread of the virus. Cops are harassing peaceful citizens who don't wear a mask. What will happen as the COVID cult agenda reaches its conclusion? I mean, think about it. The mag just covered a video of the area down in Florida where now landlords are asking if you want to renew your lease they need your vaccination card status i mean think of how sick that is so we are nearing this stage ninth stage extermination i hope it never gets to this point but sad to say it's important to not to underestimate the scale of sheer evil that is behind the nwo and the covid cult extermination is mass murder the ultimate way to shut down all dissent in opposition to tyranny. Tenth stage, denial. Dr. Stanton notes, there is a final stage, denial. This includes hiding the evidence, murdering the witnesses, and blaming the victims. In the context of the COVID cult, teachers would reinforce the lie and cement the the dehumanization by telling children that physical touch can injure or kill, despite the obvious truth that human touch is an an intimate human need. Final thoughts on the COVID cult and, and its implications. I write this as a warning of what could happen, in the hopes that it can be averted, not as a prediction of what will happen. This information underpins the need all the more for us to finally humanize, not dehumanize, in the face of the COVID cult, which, like the NWO itself, is a decidedly anti-human agenda. It also underpins the need for us to come together regardless of petty differences and refuse to participate anymore in the polarization, us versus them, that is being foisted upon us. This one, this is one of the main reasons why the Freedom Articles is a nonpartisan and always will be. I refuse to pl- pick a political sides like it's a game of football when both sides are deeply corrupt and when both sides are controlled by the exact same force. We need to stop wasting our time with political theater of no, of no consequence. Every single person on earth has a choice to make. Will you dutifully wear the mask, get the shot, and ultimately accept a microchip or nanochip, or will you stand for medical sovereignty and bodily autonomy? The COVID agenda is already forcing you to choose a side, and so much is riding on your choice, not least your children's future and the future of humanity on Earth. And much respect to this author, Makia Freeman, for just being honest. It is a cult. We are in the 10 stages of genocide. Plain and simple, this is not going to end anytime soon like i told family like i told friends even when it kicked off in 2020 in the summer when people thought oh you know nothing nothing here to see you know this is just gonna you know in time it's just gonna pass and i looked at people I'm like you really think that you really are giving the government credit 
the same people who've been killing you and poisoning you and stole your lands, you're going to give them credit, huh? You're going to believe in them with their life, with your children's lives. I mean, it comes a point, people, where this is going to catch up to so many people who partook in this nonsense. So many people are going to be humbled because of this. And the hypocrites will see very soon how hypocritical they've been, how foolish they've been. How their pride will precede their destruction. And it's just the truth. It's just the truth. And the truth will continue to come to light. No matter what the elites try to do, no matter what they try to hide. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. For my people are stupid, they have not recognized me. They are foolish children, and they are not discerning. They are wise at doing evil, but know not how to do good. That's for you hypocrites. That's for you who who hate knowledge, who hate wisdom, who hate understanding. Who, who put all of your trust into man. That's for you. You're not discerning. You are foolish and you are stupid. And it's going to catch up to you. Amos chapter 5 verse 10. They despise the one who admonishes by the gate and the one who speaks purely they detest. Like I said, when you're making these truths, just like the brothers Edgar Mendix, Paul Davis, Surf Only the Creator, Sword of Dayud, Mag, just like the sisters Nandy and Chinese Black, you, you, you're hated. You get a lot of hate for speaking the truth. Even myself, gotten it from so many targets, from family, from friends. All angles. When you speak the truth, they're going to hate you. Plain and simple. Psalm chapter 146, verse 3. Do not rely on nobles, nor on a human being. For he holds no salvation. So you, you Christians, you people in religion, who who support this government, who support evil and tyranny, but yet say you know God through all your demigods and deities, you're some of the worst hypocrites imaginable. You're liars. You don't stand for what you say you believe in because what you believe in, you haven't even looked into. You know how many times I had to climb up out of idolatry and deception? trying to search for truth of the most high and I continue to do it I, I never let my pride or my ego stop me from searching and looking deeper and allowing me to take in new information allowing me to question even myself and it's it's that's just the point we're at that's that's how people are people are hypocrites complete hypocrites Proverbs chapter 16 verse 18 
pride precedes destruction and arrogance comes before failure. And this is what we're seeing today. The pride. The overall pride of these hypocrites is it's alarming. How they can boast and brag about their vaccine, about their mark of the beast, and then dehumanize other people who don't agree with them wish death on other people but yet claim that we're all in this together and you're wishing death on somebody for trying to help you with information with trying to help you see things clearly you know that we're in such an intense time in the world and it's it's not going to get any better it's not going to improve or get any better anytime soon but yeah, just just keep supporting the system. Keep supporting Babylon. Go get go get that third shot. Go run and get that booster. You know, keep keep wishing death on other people who who want to practice free will, not only for themselves but for you too. Keep 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 wishing death on them, and see where that leads you to. See where your deities and your idols are going to lead you, because I know it's not going to be pretty. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with, with the Most High. And to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.